recorded live. Hey everyone, you are listening to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Today is April 29th, 2015, and this is the number 114 entitled Amiibo Taking Over the World. There's just so much Amiibo stuff lately, I just I couldn't help but call it that. So we have a lot to discuss tonight, uh, a lot of things that happened in the last few weeks, and so it's going to be packed, lots of great stuff. Here to discuss it with me, as always, is Steve. Hey everyone, I'm excited to talk about everything. We got Greg here. Hi, guys. And Barry. Hey, guys. How you going? So, for those of you joining in, the Nintendo Fuse podcast is interactive. We like to have all of you participating with us because it makes it more entertaining. So, you can call into the podcast uh, via talk show as well and talk to us live. Uh, you can post in the chat room that we have going on YouTube. You can watch the Google Hangout live stream on YouTube as well. Full details are on NintendoFuse.com. So if you're listening right now, head to NintendoFuse.com. You'll see a post there right about the podcast, and you'll see the full details on how to call in and participate right there. We'd love to to hear your thoughts and, and, and see what you guys have to say. So um, a lot of stuff has happened in the last few weeks. I know pretty soon after our last episode, there was a Nintendo Direct. And then recently there was uh, a smaller Nintendo Direct focused on Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, in the meantime, there's also updates and DLC for Smash Brothers, Mario Kart 8. I mean, there's just a whole slew of things. So we're going to kind of just go down the list, talk through a bunch of stuff, uh, kind of mixing different things together, but just go through all of these topics and uh, get right to it. But before we do that, we do have um, something to uh, to kind of talk about that, Barry, you want to uh, let everybody know? Yeah, uh, there's a new shop that opened up on Etsy called Lots of Little Squares, and what they do is they do handmade quilts and pillowcases, and they make them video game designs, uh, which is really cool because uh, they have a few designs up there right now. Um, they sent me a few to pretty much show off and test out, uh, but they also do custom designs. So, like, they don't have a full catalog yet, but, like, say, hey, I want to do something Metroid or I want to do something Mario, uh, you know, you, you say that they've got designs ready to go. Uh, they do do, uh, like I say, quilts. The quilts are big, uh, you know, Queen, queen, king, whatever size you need, and they're heavy duty. Let me just stress that they are heavy, heavy duty. Uh, I do have one that was sent to me, and uh, I'm just going to try to show it here. It's big. When I say it's big, I mean it is freaking huge. So you see here, uh, this is Link because I told him I like Zelda. So I got Link holding the Triforce here. It's really well detailed. It's a 16-bit sprite from A Link to the Past, uh, which is really cool because uh, that's one of the best Zelda games. And then to go with it, they've got throw pillows. Like this is a Zelda heart. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, shield. And then they've got other ones. She's got like a rupee uh, and a fairy, I think, and a couple other Zelda-related. But again, it's one of those, hey, you know what? I really like the bow and arrow. And, you know, they'll do a custom bow and arrow one for you like that. On top of that, they decided very graciously to give us a coupon code. So this is good until the end of May. So you've got just over a month. If you put in the code NINTENDOFUSE429, you will get 15% off your entire purchase of $25 or more. On top of that, for the uh, month of May, well, including today, if you do buy one of those quilts, you will get a free pillowcase. So that's what they're doing. But you have to mention NINTENDOFUSE. Mention that you heard it from here, and, and they'll throw in the free pillowcase. There you go. What was the promo code again? The promo code was uh, Nintendo Fuse 
429, and I'll put that in the chat for uh, those that are listening. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's like I said, 15% off, so go for it. Awesome. Cool. So thank you to them for, for doing that, and definitely check it out. It looks looks pretty cool. If you're watching uh, with the Google Hangout, you got to see it, but if not, um, if you're just listening through TalkShoe, then check out our Google Hangouts uh, later on. You'll be able to see the, the recording of it and see what it looks like and everything, but uh, definitely pretty cool. So take advantage of that deal. Got one month. Go for it. All right. So on to the news. So I figured we're going to kind of kick things off with a bang. Super Smash Brothers, right? I mean, this game is already packed with content, and now there's even more content. So um, one of the things that the the Nintendo Direct a couple weeks ago talked about uh, was new Smash Brothers, um, uh, the update and DLC, basically. So that a lot of that is already out now, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, essentially, there's an update for Smash Brothers that was already released where you can essentially share your, your custom stages, I think Mii Fighters, uh, replays, things like that uh, online. There's also uh, Mewtwo has now been released as DLC, free already for the uh, people that register on Club Nintendo, and you can now purchase him as well. So the 3DS and Wii U versions, and you can also uh, get a, uh, a pack that has codes for both. Um, DLC me costumes are out now as well. Various costumes themed on, on various first and third party characters. Uh, they also announced DLC coming in June, which is Lucas. So Lucas is coming back. Lucas comes out of nowhere, as, uh, as a little tagline said. And uh, lastly, there's a ballot that they put on the Smash Brothers website where you can go and vote on the characters that you want to see in Smash Brothers. And obviously there's no guarantee that it's going to happen. You know, if you go and put like... Um, I don't know, uh, the Red Power Ranger. I mean, he's, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. But, you know, at least uh, they're, they're keeping in mind what people want, which is pretty cool. So um, I've been playing the, the new stuff with, with Mewtwo and, and the Mii costumes and everything, and I've been loving it. What have you guys thought about the update and all this, this new info? I haven't actually uh, played around with it a whole lot. I, I've, I've downloaded um, Mewtwo on my 3DS, like, the first day I could, and, and played with him um, some, and I thought he was actually a little bit overpowered. Um, I don't know, I know some other people have kind of mentioned that a little bit, I mean, not like totally overpowered, um, but I felt like he had some, some initial power um, beyond uh, the other the other characters, and maybe maybe it was just because it was new, um, maybe, you know, he had, some, he had different types of attacks that I wasn't used to, and so maybe it just felt that way. Um, but I've mainly just played with him on the 3DS because I've, I've been moving the last couple of weeks. Um, those of you guys that are like on the video podcast, you can see this is a different environment than I normally am in. And, uh, and so my Wii U has not really been hooked up much the last couple of weeks. And so um, that's why pretty much 3DS is where I've been playing uh, Smash Brothers mostly. And so I, I liked it, um, but that's pretty much all I've really done in terms of the DLC with Mewtwo. I, I didn't download any of the uh, the new costumes or anything like that. Yeah. I, uh, Greg, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wound up getting them both, uh, Mewtwo on both for, you know, obviously the, uh, Nintendo, the uh, Club Nintendo thing. Uh, I didn't play much on the 3DS, but I did play quite a bit on the Wii U. Uh, beat it, you know, was happy to see he's got a little ending movie, you know, beating classic. I uh, was going to do the 10-man me- uh, melee, and then I read that there was a, a little bit of a glitch if you did, so I was like, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. And then I stopped playing with it once I found out that there were some glitches until the patch came out. But I did 
go and download all the DLC costumes, and I have my own custom Proto Man now, my own custom Dunban and X, because, you know, it's better than not having the characters at all, so at least it's sort of like them, even if it is my face underneath. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Greg? Yeah, I like Steve. I downloaded uh, Mewtwo first day, like, right away on the 3DS, and then about like a week or so after, I, I logged into my Wii U to complete the purchase there for the Mewtwo on the Wii U, but I didn't really play on the Wii U. It was just more to redeem him. And then I ended up also purchasing, Just I only bought two of the costumes right now. I bought the Proto Man, and I bought the Smash T-shirt. Um, I got the Smash T-shirt, so it was like a universal outfit, so it seemed like it would get some good use. It would be kind of cool to do, see them in the multi-man Smash mode and everything like that. Um, Proto Man, because I'm a pretty big Mega Man fan, so I ended up getting that one. Um, I had opted not to get the X costume just because you can already play as Mega Man already, so I didn't really see it warranting an additional purchase, even though it was only a dollar and fifteen cents for both. Same thing with like the Link costume. I determined to. Um, I know they're going to be probably pretty excessive with even more costumes and content upcoming, so I'll just pick and choose which ones I really want to get from that standpoint. Um, I'm pretty excited to see Lucas. I didn't really use him a whole lot, but that's we really need to play as him again too. And I'll probably pick up just about all the characters I imagine. Right. Yeah, it's actually interesting that you say that about the uh, the Mega Man, like the the me costume and everything. Um, I tried, like I I downloaded all the costumes and I played as uh, like I, I'd made like the Link costume and the Mega Man one for my me, but. I found myself getting so confused because, like, I wanted, when I was dressed as Link, I wanted it to play like Link, but it wasn't. So I kept, like, doing moves, and I was, wait a second, that's not what it's supposed to be doing. So I decided to not use those costumes. So I almost, like, I, th- th- that kind of DLC just almost threw me off completely. So I, I, I like the idea of costumes, but just not costumes of characters we already have because that just made it a little confusing to me. That is yeah. very confusing, yeah. I, I didn't think about that, but... Um... Yeah, you bring up a, a solid point. It would, maybe it would have been nice to see a lot more costumes, like the like the different T-shirts, the the you know the dog, or the the cat and the monkey costume. Um, I don't know where that monkey costume came up came from. Really, like maybe the next <laughs> Mario Brothers game is gonna have a monkey, maybe. Super, um, Super Mario 64. Super Monkey Bros. <laughs> um, Super yeah, Monkey Bros. Yeah, I, I am excited, uh, like Greg, to see to see Lucas. Um, I, I played a lot with Lucas uh, in in Brawl, and so I was I was excited to see him coming back um, because I wasn't a huge Ness fan, um, but I ended up becoming a big Lucas fan. And so while he's he's kind of a clone character, but not entirely, um, I'm, I'm excited to see him back. It's surprising though, like from all these other characters, they they chose that one. That's that's kind of odd to me. Um, but I think I'm excited, and I'm excited to see who else they might come down the line. Because it's really surprising that they actually did open it up to, to anyone and say, "Hey, uh, turn in your submissions." Like that's very un Nintendo of them. Yeah. So see, with with Lucas coming back, not only am I excited, but I'm hoping two things happen with it. One is when you download the DLC, Newport City gets unlocked, since that is a Mother Three course, and it is a big course. And it would work great for eight players. So, Lucas with stage, that works. The other thing is 
localization of Mother 3, maybe. Maybe, possibly, hopefully. That would be awesome. Maybe E3. E3. 30 dollars Yes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, True. it's certainly uh, certainly possible. And it makes me wonder, because we're still waiting on the DLC stage, uh, the Miiverse stage as well, so maybe they're planning more stages to go alongside that. That would be awesome. It's true. So we, we um, still have, we have like tournament mode yet, like which has been yes. rumored yeah. for a while. So, yeah, I mean, I rumored, but actually told to us, you know, and I've been in several situations since then where I was like, man, I wish they had a tournament mode on this. I wish it had like released already because I had to like come up with my own tournament and everything and be so much better if it was just be able to handle on the machine itself. Yeah, I totally agree. And so hopefully that comes soon because um, that was something they did talk about a while ago. So I'm hoping, because the sharing thing was also part of it too, so I'm hoping now like the next update they do, maybe in June alongside Lucas, they'll uh, kind of release the remaining stuff as well. Um, That's true. I did want to touch a little bit on, uh, uh, I know we're, we're talking about, you know, what other characters could they possibly release? Well, there was a rumor going around about two possible characters coming to Smash Brothers. Uh, Roy, supposedly, might be coming back. And Ryu from Street Fighter, supposedly coming. And this comes from somebody that had the files for the 3DS game. <laughs> they had the files for the 3DS game, and they found, like, sound effects and the music and stuff, I think, for, for these characters in it. Um, I have not been able to, like, fully see if, like, the person that found it was legit or not, but from what I saw, a lot of people were saying that this person has found stuff before, and I haven't seen anything to completely debunk it yet, so I'm assuming that the files really are there. Um, or at least there's a high chance that they are. So it's certainly a possibility. Um, what do you guys think of Roy and Ryu being in the game? Yeah, I'm not that excited about Roy, uh, just to be completely honest. I'm, I'm just not. Um, I, I don't really play with, too much with the Fire Emblem characters, and I'm just like, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal for me at all. Um, Ryu is cool. I never really thought about um, a character like him coming in the game. And if they're going to pick a, a Capcom property um, like you know, from the Street Fighter, you know, series, it, he makes sense because he's kind of like the go-to person, um, you know, in that game. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it'd be cool. I mean, obviously his moveset and everything is pretty much already done, um, you know, so they pretty much just have to, you know, port him over to, to Smash Brothers. And I would be excited to, to play with him. I think it'd be, it'd be fun. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of other uh, connections and stuff um, with Capcom and stuff recently. So, um yeah, I wouldn't be completely surprised um, if they decided to bring in um, another uh, Capcom property to, to Smash Brothers. But, um, yeah, I, I, I was surprised to hear it. But now that I've been thinking about it for a while, yeah, I'd say bring them on. I was a little... Yeah. I was a little excited about it. I was thinking this, is, this has got to be a host. And I heard the sound effects that, that they used and that was Street Fighter sound effects. That's exactly what I would expect his victory theme to be like. Classic Street Fighter II, World Warrior. Uh, it's weird that Capcom's getting a second entry, if it's true, because they already have Mega Man in there, plus costumes with X and Proto Man, to have another character in there. It's kind of weird. I wonder if Sega will get another character or, or Bandai will get a character. I mean, Bandai doesn't even have a character, and they helped develop the game, which is really weird. But, you know, Roy, I'm excited about because I've always been a fan of fighting games that have always added characters. 
like Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2, Turbo, Super, they always added characters and the original roster continued on. And that's how it started with Melee. Melee was the entire original roster plus new stuff. And when Brawl came out and a few got cut, I was upset. I wanted it to continue just growing exponentially. So to see Lucas coming back, Mewtwo coming back, now, you know, the possibility of Roy coming back, and Dr. Mario already came back, you know, just just bring me Pichu and, and uh, you know, Wolf, and, and we'll be okay, you know? <laughs> yeah, Young Link there was and a, some others. Um, <laughs> oh, Young Link there was too. Pac-Man, too, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Namco does have Pac-Man, you're right. Sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, just in general, I, I'm, I'm cool with bringing back the old characters. I just don't like the ones that are pretty much just basically clones. Um, and, and I know Roy's not necessarily one of them. I think Dr. Mario is essentially one of them. And I wasn't, you know, too excited about it. I mean, we could have lost him, in my opinion. You know, he could have been tossed to the side or just an alternate costume, in my opinion. Um, but it, I agree. It's, it's kind of weird when you see certain ones dropped along the way. You're like, why? Why did you drop them along the way? <laughs> like, you just port them over and make them new, and that's it. The other neat thing is if Ryu is in the game, as not only as a universal character for Street Fighter, his alternate costumes, you could have a red one for Ken, you could have a purple or a pink one for Dan, you could have an Akuma one, you know, so like he could actually represent multiple Street Fighter characters all in one using the costume. Sure. Green for Blanca. Yes, well, so that's a little scratchy. <laughs> That'd be more like the green Pikachu, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but. definitely very interesting. And I guess, um, you know, maybe at E3 we'll hear more about it, um, possibly. That would that would certainly be a, kind of a big E3 announcement, even though it's kind of already sort of been leaked out, if it's true. We'll have to see. Um, another Smash Brothers thing, and talking about kind of getting to the title of the podcast, about Amiibo taking over the world. We got a bunch of uh, Amiibo announcements, and one of them was for Smash Brothers. So Wave 4 for Smash Brothers is coming May 29th in exactly one month, and that includes Charizard, Lucina, Robin, Pac-Man, and Wario, plus some retailer exclusives, which very frustrating, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, we have uh, Jigglypuff for Target. We have Greninja for Toys R Us and Ness for GameStop. Um, then in July, we're going to have Dark Pit and Palutena. And then in September... We're going to have Olimar, Bowser Jr., Dr. Mario, Zero Suit Samus, and Ganondorf. And they also announced at some point Mewtwo and Lucas will be getting Amiibo as well, so they will be doing Amiibo for the DLC characters also. So, have any of you been able to actually pre-order the uh, the Way 4 Amiibo? Yeah? Did you get all of them, Barry? I, I think I'm the only one with all of them. I went to uh, the first day Target had Jigglypuff. I was just lucky enough to get it. Uh, then I went to GameStop on the day that they did their pre-orders was second in line. And despite everything going down an hour and a half later, I got the group at a bundle with the six, including Ness uh, and the Splatoon three pack. And then I just, I missed Greninja online, but I was just at Toys R Us the other day where they did have pre-orders. We did not have a riot. I was number four in line. We had it exactly 20, which is what they got in. Everyone was peaceful. Thank God. And I uh, got my pre-order from there. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm just old enough. Anyone else able to man. It's, it's really the only one yeah. I want from, like, all the rest of them. Like, as I pretty much already said, like, I, I can't get all of them. That's just Here not you go, good on budget. If, and, if, if and, my pack comes in okay, there it is. That's right. So Barry has my Pac-Man, um, if I don't find it myself. <laughs> so. 
and I'm happy with that. That's good. Yeah, as with nice. Steve, I'm not a gotta collect them all kind of personality either. So um, I am really looking forward to Lucina and Robin, and I had to import them because I wasn't awake at three in the morning when all the pre-orders went on the various different days. So mine won't be coming until like July or August or something, and that's more than fine with me. But in terms of even remaining ones, I don't even think there's too many more that I'm going to get. I mean, I think I just would like Ganondorf, and I might get Charizard. I don't know. I haven't decided on that. But I think it's just pretty much just Ganondorf, and I'm just about done on the ones that I would want. Right. Yeah, I think um, Barry and I are the two that are trying to collect them all, and so it's it's challenging. It's yeah. it's very challenging. I, I think I'm probably, like, one of the very few or one of the only people that actually has a pre-order at Target. Um, and, uh, cause I happened to get it there before everything kind of went down before people even really knew it was up, I guess. Uh, but I still don't have Lucina and then I don't have any of the exclusives, the reseller exclusives. So still going to be quite challenging, but we'll see. I'm still going to try and get them all. Um, probably end up going to having to pay, you know, more than retailer price, but, but I'll, I'll try and, you know, figure something out, I guess. Um, yeah, but well, reseller exclusives are killing me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're... Too, we should probably mention for the May 29th, same day. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, um, yeah, I'll have to figure something out. I don't know. The retail exclusives are just so annoying. It's, it's just, I wish Nintendo would have learned after the last time. And then as soon as they said that in the Nintendo Direct, I was just shaking my head. It's like, no, not again, not again. Well, yeah. But no, it, I guess the retail exclusives aren't bad. The problem is the way they're handling it. With such limited stock, with companies like Target putting you know, the pre-orders up at 3 o'clock in the morning, Eastern, just randomly, uh, there's no rhyme or reason. They're not, like Toys R Us Elite said, hey, if you didn't get Greninja, come down to the store on you know the 27th and you can pre-order it. At least there was some rhyme or reason. We had some organization. Granted, each store got anywhere between 5 and 20, which is nothing. But, you know, you would think that they would be like, hey, look, you got people lining up in droves. And, you know, just, just let people buy your stuff. Let us give you our money, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, I mean, I have a feeling after after the hype dies down, like as with the previous wave and stuff, it, it'll be much easier to get them. I think it's just this initial, you know, frenzy of everybody trying to get this stuff quickly. So we'll just have to uh, to wait and see. Um but those aren't the only Amiibo that we're going to have to try and hunt down for anybody that wants them. There's lots more Amiibo stuff on the way. Uh, one one thing that will be coming out for that you can use Amiibo for is called Amiibo Tap Nintendo's Greatest Bits. It's a free downloadable title for Wii U, and essentially you take your Amiibo and you tap it on the gamepad, and it unlocks a little trial um, of a game, and then you can tap it again, it'll switch to a different game, and I think you can do this like 10 times. Uh, but what's interesting is like your Amiibo will have uh, random games assigned to it. So I can take one Mario Amiibo and tap it there. It might pull up like a Zelda game. Do it again. There's F-Zero. Do it again. Mario. Like it's random games. It doesn't matter what character, but each Amiibo has random games. So by collecting, you know, more and more Amiibo, you have more chances to play different demos of different games. Um, So I guess it's kind of interesting. I know, I mean, I'll try it out, but I don't see myself really using it too much, I guess. But it's kind of neat, I guess, to have something extra. I don't know. The the whole random thing is is just a little weird to me, just the way they did all that. 
I don't know. Are you guys going to be right. trying this out? No. I, well, I, mean, I might. I'll try it out just because, you know, we got to try things out, especially for free stuff. Um, but I, I don't get it. Like, especially, like, it doesn't just doesn't make sense, especially because Nintendo hasn't really been supporting the Virtual Console nearly as much as they were on, on Wii. So, like, it seems like something like this seems like, like oh, let's, let's put something out there that can really expose people to the Virtual Console because we have so much content there for them to download, but they don't. They have, like, probably the, the ones that they're going to get a free trial for are, like, all of the ones they have on the Virtual Console right now. So... I don't get it. Like, maybe they're going to start, you know, pumping them out like crazy. That would be awesome. But, I don't know. It's, you get three-minute trials. We get those also in Smash Brothers, and I, I think I played a total of maybe ten minutes of, of all the trials in Smash Brothers. Like, because it's just like, you know, not that big of a deal. Right. I did see that. Anybody else can add that up? Um, I would probably try it out. As Steve said, it's free, so it's going to be... And I just, also, I saw that it's supposed to come out tomorrow, so heads up for Steve's Nintendo download post for tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I think I would definitely give it a shot. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird that a Mario character would generate, like, Super Metroid or Zelda when they already have a Zelda character that could just do a Zelda game. But, I mean, I understand, like, why it's completely random, but I'm not going to want to play a demo for Choo Choo Land from play Amiibo or whatever. I'd rather play one for, like, Excite Spike or something that's more fun. But I guess it'll be kind of interesting to see how it works, and it might just be a one-time play before <laughs> deleting it. Yeah, I yeah. kind of wish they would do something more like unlocking themes, maybe, you know, like for the Wii U or something, where you, like, take your Amiibo, put it on the gamepad, it pulls up, like, a theme for a character. I don't know. Yeah, I was, at first, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of a cool idea to get people, you know, they said, oh, I've never seen Morph before, and they have a Morph, you know, let me let me put it in and play a Fire Emblem game. And then when they're like, oh, it's random, it doesn't matter what amiibo you have, it's almost like you just killed a really good idea. I mean, granted, things like Ness would be Earthbound, 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 fine, but, it, you know, it, to have it completely random, it just kills the uniqueness of the amiibo. They're all the same. It doesn't really matter. And uh, 30 minutes, again, I've, I've touched the masterpieces in, in Smash Brothers. You know, 30 minutes, is, it's almost like the only the only thing I can see is if you get a group of friends together and say, all right, we're going to do it as a party game. You're going to get one game at random. We have no choice. You have three minutes, and you got to get as far. And whoever gets the farthest wins or something like whoever gets the highest score, however you want to decide. That's the only thing I can see doing with this. And I'll probably download it like the sucker I am but I probably won't give it much of any time. Yeah. Well, I, I, they probably did a random because they know that people can't get their hands on all the Amiibo. So, like, they're going to have to go, you know, um, go random because there's certain characters that no one will ever get unless they pay, like, $100. Well, if that was Nintendo's fault, they need to produce more, not the consumers. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> instead of producing more Amiibo, let's just make it random when they, what games they get. Oh, Nintendo. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll try it out, and then, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the next podcast we can kind of talk about, you know, if, I don't know, how, how it is or what. Um, but uh, one of the other games that will be getting Amiibo is uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. So they talked a bit more about that game. comes out this fall. 
and they talked about how there's two different modes. There's your classic kind of traditional mode of the game, and then there's a mellow mode where you play as a winged Yoshi, so it's kind of easier to, to play through the level as well. Um, and they announced Yarn Yoshi Amiibo. Like, they're, they're made of yarn, and they look adorable. There's a green one, a pink one, and a light blue one, and I am so excited about these Amiibo. <laughs> Are you guys excited? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one that I will wake up at three o'clock in the morning to to pre-order for sure, and I might try to get all colors. Yeah, I heard there's going to be a three pack. I will totally be getting that three pack, and then an additional one so my wife could take it to work with her. Because when she watched this work with me and saw it, she's like, "I am getting one of those. I don't care if you only get one. I'm stealing it. It's mine." So I got to yeah. get them all now. Yeah, I knew from the very beginning, like, my wife, I, I was showing her the, the game itself, and I was telling her, they're, you know, they're probably going to make, you know, actual, I didn't think they were going to make Amiibo at the time, but I was like, they're probably going to make, you know, plushies or yarn Yoshis or whatever to get, and she's like, you want one of them, don't you? I was like, yeah, and then when they come out with the Amiibo version, she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to get those, aren't you? Because, yeah, they're great. Um, yeah. Well... I am a huge Yoshi fan after all, so therefore I will be getting all three along with the game. <laughs> nice. All right. So, so the Yarn Yoshi is a shit with Nintendo Yarn toys. Hell yeah. Yes. Nintendo, you have won us over. <laughs> That's all they need to do. Yarn Yoshi Amiibo. I did see they went on pre-order for in the UK or something, too, in one of the Amiibo groups that I saw, so I was really tempted to try and order from there and get some of them, but I guess the light blue one goes first, and then the pink one, and then the green one. But they also had, like, bundles where you could get, like, um, one of them in the game, too, so I wonder if we'll see any sort of bundles over here in the States. Well, it's weird because the States, we got Mario Party 10 with an Amiibo, in Japan, they got Captain Toad with the Toad Amiibo, and in Europe, they're getting Yarn Yoshi with uh, with the Yoshi Amiibo. So it's weird that they're not being uniform across the board. Um, I think the Splatoon actually comes with one of their Amiibo in UK as well, too. I think it actually comes with a squid or something. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I've seen that, too. <clears throat> yeah, it's right. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. I guess, um, yeah, well, if they do release, uh, like, a bundle or something, that would be kind of cool. Um, I, You know, I expect probably closer to release we'll hear more about that sort of thing. So we'll have to wait and or see. E3. The game does look uh, pretty fun, though. Yeah, or at E3. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the game, I mean, regardless of, of Amiibo. Um, it looks pretty cool. I like that art style um, ever since Kirby's Epic Yarn and everything, and, and uh, this looks fun. Yeah, it does. It's interesting to, to how they brought up the, the, the Amiibo support. Like, once you, you put them in, you get a second uh, Yoshi to use. Like, that's that's really interesting. Um, I hope it doesn't make the game a ton easier. I I, I kind of like the idea of how they did it in, um, in Captain Toad. You know, they brought in different types of levels and stuff like that, where if they, you know, do it in, in yarn, uh, you know, have a second yarn Yoshi, I, I just hope hopefully that it doesn't make it more you know, easier uh, for the game because they already got the mellow mode, which makes it like incredibly easy. Um, I just, I hope the game is is challenging. Is this what I'm hoping? I, and I want to use the amiibo because you know you buy them and you know want them just to sit on the shelf. So I want to use them in games. But if it's going to make the game easier, I might kind of leave it out. 
Well, they already announced that there was that right. co-op mode, so then if you were to play with, like, a, your spouse or whatever, then, like, you'd be able to already have two Yoshis off the bat. So I think it's supposed to be for that mode if you're stuck all by yourself or something like that. It's kind of like uh, that that friend that, you know, you know, have a friend, you got your Yoshi friend. Your little amiibo oh. friend. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Nintendo's been doing things like that since the Super Nintendo game. Uh, they the Stunt Race FX. If you put in two-player mode and you were just by yourself, you started racing, the computer took over as player two. So, you know, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, hey, you know what? We understand. You don't have a friend. We'll give you a friend, but you have to buy him. <laughs> Your friendship costs twelve ninety nine. Unless yep. you don't get it on the first day, then it's going to cost $109. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm excited about the game, so we'll have to, uh, to you know, wait and see on, on more details about that. But Yoshi's Woolly World coming this fall, and Yarn Yoshi Amiibo on the way, too, which is really cool. Um, the next game I want to talk about is one we've talked about uh, multiple times on the podcast. I think we're all excited for Splatoon. So... They've continued to really hype this game up. This seems to be a big game they're really focusing on, and, and they, they talked more about it. There's so many different modes in this game, ranked battles, flat zones, battle dojo. Um, battle dojo, for example, where you can play where you have one player using the gamepad and one on the TV. So it's kind of like two-player, but, you know, with two separate screens in a way, um, which, which is always kind of interesting. Um, and they announced, of course, Splatoon Amiibo, as if there wasn't enough Amiibo to collect. Uh, there's three different kinds. There's the boy inkling, the girl inkling, and the squid as well. But the squid is, as of now, not sold individually. It's sold in the three-pack. Um, I have a high feeling there will be the squid sold individually later on. But uh, for now, there's just a three-pack if you want the squid. Or you have the uh, the boy inkling or the girl inkling. You can get individually if you want. And uh, it comes the amiibo come out on May 29th alongside the game. Um Platoon Amiibo, are you guys going to get it? I do have those three pre-ordered. Um, because I was like, you know what? It's another series. I could do it. It's only three. I'm getting it. So I got those pre-ordered on uh, Walmart. Um, I don't know. Somehow I stumbled upon the uh, the right time, timing and everything, got them pre-ordered. So, um, yep, I'm getting that. Nice. Pre-ordered yeah, game stuff. As with uh, Barry, mine are also pre-ordered at GameStop as well. I had went there to see if I could score uh, Lucina or Robin that day, that day that they were announced and had all the crashes, but I only was able to get the Splatoon 3 pack. Nice. Better than nothing. And I got mine at Target. Yeah. So it looks like we're all, we're all ready for our Splatoon <laughs> Evo. <laughs> nice. What do you guys think about, like, so I don't, I don't think we've actually talked about this because Maybe we did that on the last podcast, but the 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 details on Splatoon leaving out, uh, I think, in my opinion, two uh, ridiculous things. Um, one, no voice chat um, with the online multiplayer, even with your team. I think it's ridiculous that they wouldn't. I mean, a game like this, you need to cooperate with your team. Like, I played multiplayer, and if, if I wasn't able to talk to the players around me, like, at PAX, I would have no idea. It was just like playing with computer. It wouldn't have felt any different at all. And the local single, the local multiplayer is only one-on-one. That's like really weird to me. Um, I think both those things kind of seem very odd. Um, 
especially local multiplayer seems only to two players seems very un Nintendo like. The leaving out of voice chat seems normal to them, except for like this <laughs> is a game where you definitely need it. Um, so I feel like you know people are going to be just like we like Barry and, and Mike and I did, you know, firing up Skype um, to play Splatoon because like we need to be Fine. able to communicate with our teammates. That, that was trying that Splatoon. Oh right. Obviously. And, and, and without without voice chat, we were completely lost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, we would have had no idea what we were doing and trying with, without it. And I think Splatoon's going to be very similar uh, to that. If, if we don't, you know, somehow find a way to communicate when we're playing online, it's just going to be like, well, I guess they're going to go over there, and I guess I'll go over here, and we'll come up with some sort of strategy on our own and whatever. Um, yeah. It, it just seems odd. I completely share those same yeah. thoughts, Steve, because it's a, it's a team battle game. You really need a cohesive team. You can't just have, like, people just going off and doing their own things. I mean, that's not how you're going to win. But I guess Nintendo doesn't have the power on their servers to really support the voice chat. As that's why we don't have it in Smash Brothers. <laughs> Well, they always go back. To, they always go back to saying, you know, it's a safety issue sort of thing. I was like, well, just make it your friends only. Just make it, you know, when you're playing right. battles online with your friends on your own team, then I'm fine with that because that's the time I'm gonna have the most fun anyhow is when I'm playing with my friends on a team together. Um, I don't care to talk to strangers. Then if you want to keep, you know, kids safe that way, fine. But at least include it, you know, as a as a friend thing. You know, it's weird because Nintendo almost pioneered the real multiplayer. I mean, Super Nintendo had, like, you know, uh, Super Mario Kart and games like that. But it was the Nintendo 64, the first console with four controller ports right off the bat. And you had games like Star Fox. And you had games like GoldenEye and, and Mario Kart. And they just defined... Well, Smash Brothers later on, but I'm talking way earlier in the life cycle of the N64. They defined that generation. And I, I lost so many hours playing multiplayer just with a few friends able to, you know, talk. And they, they're they trying that again with the Wii U, bringing people back into the living room and, you know, Wii Party U and Mario Party 10, five players, Nintendo Land, uh, all that stuff. But to leave out the ability to communicate with somebody in a game that is team-based, where you need strategy, that's like saying you need to eat breakfast, but I'm going to eliminate your mouth. Have fun with that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's so fundamental to that. And and I think I read something where the director said that they didn't think it was fundamental. And it's not like, what? And the, the co-op, it's, it's like uh, built around a team aspect. Why, 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 how could that not be fundamental when you're basing your entire thing on a, on a team versus team? I don't know. And the one versus one, I think, is stupid, too. Again, you could have reminiscent memories of GoldenEye and Perfect Dark by having four people at least, at least two versus two at the, at the bare minimum. But, you know, throw in bots like Perfect Dark did. I mean, they did it on the N64. They can do it on the Wii U. Uh, so it's just one versus one. I mean, that's just... Or you can even have, you know, one versus one versus one versus one. You know, have four-player battles. Like, you can choose different color inks. You don't just have to choose the main two, you know? So, like, that, it could be fun. Um, I but, think yeah, so. they eliminate the, the, the multiplayer in that way. They, I did read that they did put a clause when doing the one-versus-one co-op 
is that you are not allowed to talk to your friend that is in the room. You are not. Because you can't do it online. They, they deem it. You cannot do it. And if you're caught... Right, so you just can't talk. talk when you play this game. It's yeah, you can't like, talk. They, they ship with, uh, with duct tape. They use tape yeah. over your mouth. But, yeah. The microphone on the gamepad, like, it's constantly listening to you, and they're tracking what you do, so you got to be careful. I don't no, it's issue a ban when you try to go back online. <laughs> Which I wouldn't want to go online anyways because I can't talk to people. <laughs> Unless you a ban for oh, Smash Brothers man. online. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cruel. Cruel, cruel punishment. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's disappointing. I, I'm, You know, I think a lot of uh, like the games nowadays for me, I don't really play local multiplayer much because I just don't have people to play with, you know, generally speaking. Every now and then my sisters will play something with me or whatever, but they're not really much into any of those things anymore either. And and so to me, multiplayer is much more online and, and you know, I can't have that that multiplayer experience without the voice chat. So that is frustrating. I am very excited about Splatoon, don't get me wrong, but still that voice chat is just, like, ah, Nintendo, come on. So, we'll see. We shall see. So, Splatoon, Amiibo, and the game itself, lots of stuff on the way. Um, but one of the other Amiibo-related things is Amiibo cards, because if the Amiibo figures were not enough, now there are cards to collect. So, there's going to be Amiibo cards coming in the fall for a little game or more of like a mini game kind of a thing uh animal crossing happy home designer it's essentially just taking the design portion of the homes and and, you know you get furniture you arrange that and design your homes and then you scan the amiibo cards and then your the characters that you scan from the amiibo cards can come and visit your home and stuff um and alongside that, by the way, the NFC reader for the older 3DS and 2DS systems will be coming on the same day. So for those that don't have a new 3DS, you will be able to uh, use it there. So um, I, I guess I, I, I don't know what to think about this. I'm a huge Animal Crossing fan. It's like one of my top all-time favorites. I just don't. And I'm going to collect all the Amiibo cards, of course, because I'm an Animal Crossing fan. I just don't see the point in this, though. It's like... I mean, you collect furniture and then you scan amiibo cards just for these characters to come say hi. Like, I need more than that. I'm hoping that these amiibo cards secretly will have function in the next Animal Crossing game too, or something on Wii U, so that like it's not completely pointless. But I don't know. What do you guys think about it? To me, it made it seem like it was those were. Oh, I was going to say. To me, it seemed like they were extra missions that you get, kind of like the Splatoon Amiibos are doing, you know, like complete customizable items when you scan the Splatoon Amiibos. I think this red guy from the Animal Crossing cards is you get a special request for like Isabel's house or whatever, and then you get to design her house or whatever. So at least that's what I got from it. But I'm not a huge Animal Crossing fan, so I was probably going to end up passing on this in general. But at least that's what I got from the direct. Yeah, I'm not yeah. terribly excited about the game. Uh, my wife is actually excited about the game. But I'm a sucker for Nintendo things. So depending on how the cards are released, if it's just one pack, all the cards at once, I'm there. If it's blind bag packs, maybe I'll get a couple to try it out. But 
you know, this isn't the first time they've done this with Animal Crossing. They did it with the e-reader with two different sets for Animal Crossing on the GameCube. So seeing Animal Crossing go back to cards doesn't surprise me since it's familiar territory. And I got those sets back then, so why not, Nintendo? You just love raping my wallet. <laughs> I, I really think that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of what it comes down to, really, is, is they're just thinking of different ways that they can do these, you know, microtransactions in a way, and it's just like, you know, different ways they get the money to come in. And, uh, yeah, I'm not that excited about it, but, you know, I know other people will be, so maybe they'll make some money off of them. And yeah, I wonder unfortunately, if they'll... they'll be making some money off of me. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if the actual Amiibos actually will work with the game, too. Like, obviously, they already have the villager already out, so I wonder if he would be compatible with the game. And then maybe it might warrant a, a re-release for him to lower down those scalper prices. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that By would be way, interesting. I'm going to say, if, uh, if people who are listening are interested in Amiibo and haven't picked up a bunch yet, there are actually two sales going on right now that I just got word of. Uh, Toys R Us is actually doing a buy one, get one 40% off, uh, all Amiibo. And GameStop is doing a buy two, get one free on pre-owned Amiibo. So I just got one of those. And hey, if you're listening and you need Amiibo, it's not a bad deal. I have yet to see a GameStop with a used hey. Amiibo. <laughs> I've seen and if it. it is, you, <laughs> really? Yeah. It's probably, well, like Mario or, it's probably like Mario or Pikachu or something. It's not going to be like Villager or... The prices are between like $10 and $12. And, like, Peach was, like, the cheapest one I saw at $10. But, you know, with that deal, it's not terrible, you know. I did a search on the GameStop site hmm. and didn't return any used ones within 100 miles of my the code. Jeez. <laughs> Guess everybody around you is very satisfied with the Amiibo. <laughs> yeah, I love trading. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I guess we'll have to wait and see how this Animal Crossing thing is. I know, I, my guess is it's going to be like in, in uh, like booster packs and, you know, it's going to be random what cards you get. That's my guess. And, and I'm still going to try and collect them all because I'm a sucker for it and it's Animal Crossing and I love it. But I still, Nintendo, come on, man. Like, give us some more interesting uses for the Amiibo, you know? Like, everybody's trying to spend all this money on them, but, like, let us use them in, in fun ways. So I'm I'm hoping that the actual, like, you know, Animal Crossing Wii U, which hopefully they announce soon because, you know, that'd be really cool. Um, hopefully that uses Amiibo or something. That'd be that'd be interesting. So have you guys actually picked um, up like, for probably... sale in the stores? Or, because, like, they did all those Kid Icarus AR cards that were, like, limited to events only. So I don't know if they're, like, do something like that oh. with those, these Amiibo cards. You have to, like, go to GameStop between, like, 1 and 3 to see the Nintendo rep, and then you get your Animal Crossing cards. Oh, so, no. <laughs> no. I forgot about those, Greg. I never got them all, but I forgot yeah. about those. I'll think you're reminding me about those. I'm having bad memories. Please, if you're listening to Nintendo, oh, don't do that at all. No. <laughs> I just got anxiety fun. now because I'm like, I want to collect it all, and that, that freaks me out if that happens. No, Nintendo, do not do that. I gotta oh, find man. my cards. I, I'm. I don't know. Cause I never used them because <laughs> I never got the game. Um, but I'm pretty sure I I have a lot of them <laughs> that are really more. That's how I, I sell my my Kid Icarus cards and be able to buy Amiibo for them. 
Hey, no, no, Steve, Steve, I'll trade you. I'll trade you. I want those cards. I'll trade you. I got them right here. <laughs> I'll think about that, actually. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really hope not. I'm, I'm thinking they will sell it in stores, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if they did, like, certain limited edition cards or something and did those at certain events or something like that. Um, that would that would be a nightmare, but it wouldn't surprise me if Nintendo did something like that. So we'll see. Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> I did not even think about that. I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, so I think that's the last of the Amiibo talk for the podcast. So very fitting. Let's just kind of forget about the Amiibo pretty much and just move on to uh, to other topics here. Uh, Mario Maker, for example, comes out in September, and, uh, you know, it's where you can design your own Mario levels. It features four different art styles, which is pretty cool, and you can kind of simultaneously, like, you can switch back and forth between them pretty pretty much instantly. Uh, you can upload and download other people's stages and everything, too. Um, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it, not because, I mean, I'm not very creative at level design, but I'm really excited to see what other people can make. So that'll be really fun. Um, yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, I think it's similar. I mean, I like I like the uh, the Mario versus DK games. Um, I just like the challenge, the, the single-player mode and everything, too, but I like how you can create new levels in there. And, and I don't really create too many myself but I love uh, going online and seeing what other people have created and, and downloading theirs. And I think the same with, you know, all those other kind of games, um, even on PlayStation um, with, um, uh, what's the little, little big planet. Like I hardly, I didn't create any of my own levels at all, but I love going to see what other people have created. And so I will play, you know, that game and I'm excited about it mostly because of other people's creations. Um, it could be really cool. It could be really insane sometimes because I'm sure people are going to be just like trolls and sticking like, you know, hidden blocks everywhere and making like the, the impossible Mario or um, games like, and you're, you can actually play them, you know, on a Nintendo system instead of just, you know, online now. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's really cool to see the, the art style change because they've kind of like retrofitted a lot of enemies that weren't available, you know, in the original Super Mario Brothers, but now, you know, like Chain Chomps or whatever, but they've kind of retrofitted and so you can see what they look like in 8-bit, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it's, it's come along really, really great, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I definitely uh, watched those videos from Game Explain where they showed, like, all those in details and stuff, and I was really cool to see they allowed you to create your own worlds too, so you can even line them up to like make it progressively get harder, or you could just be a jerk and have them start really hard, and maybe it might get easier. I don't know, but I thought that was pretty cool if they showed that feature off at least. And then I'm also pretty excited to see what other people are going to create. I did download a number of the push mode puzzles from around the world, and those were pretty cool to play. So. I'm definitely looking forward to this, and I hope we can get a review copy come September. Yeah, the way I look at that game, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to make some stuff. Uh, but I look at it as every night you come home, you boot it up, you have a new 1,000-plus Mario levels to play through every single night. You never technically would need another Mario game again because you keep playing infinite levels every single day for the rest of your life. That's that's really all Nintendo is doing. That's why they're creating all these cards and amiibos, because that's how they're going to keep making their money, because they're just going to give Mario to us. We just keep making Mario games. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, you know, it's because they watched Microsoft's E3 press conference from two years ago now where they're like, you want a new Conquer game? Make it yourself. So Nintendo's like, hey, you know what? You want a new Mario game? Make it yourself. It does make me wonder, though, with now if they do release another 2D Mario game, uh, you know, they're going to want to really add some interesting, unique uh, features or levels or something to it that you couldn't, you know, necessarily create in Mario Maker to make it stand out more. So uh, it kind of makes me excited now just because, you know, they'll have to push the boundaries a little bit with, with 2D Mario. Well, it's true. Right. And now the, the, the highest being, you know, you get Mario 1, Mario 3, Super Mario World, and, and new Super Mario Brothers options, the four different art styles. It's kind of like they're they're saying, you know, we're we're putting new Super Mario Brothers style to the side. We're kind of, you know, moving on past that now because we've we've included it in this this collection um, sort of thing. So if we create anything else, it's going to be beyond this, and so that is exciting. Well, there's two two well one interesting thing that you can do in Mario Maker, which we did get confirmation of, is that you could actually make worlds. You could chain levels together, which is freaking awesome. So it's not just, just one level. You can make a whole world of four levels. The other thing is I suspect probably a year from now they're going to announce, like, new Super Mario Brothers, Mario Maker All-Stars, which is just going to be a compilation of the best levels that they just package together and go, here, laziest Mario game made ever. Buy it. Give us your money. And, and Amiibo. <laughs> you have to use your Amiibo to unlock random levels that people created. No, no, the Amiibos <laughs> just make like a Mario sound. Or, or I don't know if you heard, they, some like, guy put like all the Mario 1 sounds together and looped it for 12 hours. It's like the most annoying thing ever. When you put an Amiibo down, it just <laughs> plays that as long as you have the Amiibo on there. Like total trolling. Up. <laughs> and, that would be funny. If that happens, I'm sorry. Then <laughs> <laughs> we know Nintendo really are... is listening to the podcast. <laughs> I was just really excited to see what kind of levels we can actually do with like the cape now and stuff, because obviously they haven't had that item brought back for quite a while, and being able to use that in like Super Mario World, and that's just going to be pretty nuts. And along with the other power-ups, too, like the Power Leaf and probably the Tanuki suit and Hammer Brother suit and all the other stuff is coming back too. It's true. It's, we don't know how the how the power ups are going to be used. All obviously the enemies and different things like that have been um, retrofitted and everything. But but we don't really we haven't heard any sort of confirmation on how um, power ups are going to be used. Right? We don't know if they're they're going to be specific to that game that they were originally that style, or if they're going to be also retrofitted. Like, can you get the cape in the original one? Can you get the Tanuki suit in you know? New Super Mario Brothers, just like that. You can get the cape in, in Super Mario Brothers 1. You just have to buy the cape amiibo to unlock it. <laughs> yeah, right. Just a little card, cape card. Yeah, well, you know, they did that in, in Super Mario Brothers 3 for the GBA power-up e-reader card, so why not? They're doing the Animal Crossing card again. Let's, they're going to do it again. It's going to be a monkey suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to bring shoe back. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit and just see what everybody is saying in the chat room because uh, a couple of people have been making some some comments here. Um, uh, Dylan's Poker Rangers is asking, uh, hey, are you guys getting the Splatoon game and Amiibo? Uh, so we actually, uh, I think we all said that we're we're all really looking forward to Splatoon and 
And I think we all have the Amiibo pre-ordered uh, as well. So um, I think we're all ready for it, definitely. So we'll, we'll have to play some some uh, some online games with, with Nintendo Fuse. We'll set that up at some point. We won't be able to talk to each other, but we can at least, you know, play online and, and do stuff there. So you can imagine that'll be fun. saying the most eloquent things while we shoot each other in the face. <laughs> We exactly. have to like, play on a podcast. <laughs> like we can communicate here and then yeah, like, play. Yeah. yeah, that would be that would be fun. Um, and I could even uh, uh, record that with my Elgato, like the game capture HD that I have, and and uh, upload that as well. So that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, Roth is also in the the talk show chat. So shout out to Roth. Uh, he has a couple of things that he's been saying. Uh, one of the things he just mentioned uh, as well is that imagine, we're talking about the, the Animal Crossing Amiibo and stuff. He said, imagine unlocking in-game Amiibo miniatures. So, like, you scan an Amiibo card for Isabel, and you have, like, a miniature Isabel figure that you can put, like, on your table in Animal Crossing or something. That'd be kind of cool. I would I would like that. Um, so you could essentially, if you collect all the Amiibo cards, you have all these little Amiibo figurine items in the game, too, um, which, would be, which would be pretty cool. So, um, Nintendo, I hope you're listening. Um, also, if anybody wants to call into the podcast and, and uh, you know, let us know uh, your thoughts on the Amiibo, you know, if there's any Amiibo that you have pre-ordered, if you're excited about, or if you just hate Amiibo, whatever your thoughts are, let us know as well. Um, and Roth also gave us a heads up to say that the podcast is featured on the front page of TalkShoe right now. Um, so it's there in the Featured and Live Now section, which is pretty cool. So thank you, TalkShoe. Um, so, yeah, cool. All right, so on to the next item, which is Virtual Console. So Nintendo has been lacking with their Virtual Console support, and even though they cannot support the current consoles they have, they decided to throw even more consoles into the mix. So now we have Nintendo 64 and DS Virtual Console games on the Wii U. Uh, For example, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart DS, there's there's a bunch of other ones. The prices are going to range between $9.99 and $11.99, or you can do uh, pay $2 to to upgrade if you had any of them on a on Wii Virtual Console, basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Like the DS one, for example, there's different modes that you can do where you have it all on the gamepad or bottom screen on the gamepad, top screen on the TV. You can kind of arrange it accordingly as well. So uh, any of you pick up any N64 or uh, DS Virtual Console games? No. I might, I might eventually pick up some N64 games. And I think that's exciting. Um, of, of the Virtual Console announcements, I'm excited that 64 games are, are finally coming to the Wii U. I am really confused about DS games. I have no <laughs> idea why. I have no clue why they're coming to Wii U at all. Like, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. However, we still don't have them on 3DS. Like, why? That's where they need to be. Like, the DS Virtual Console needs to be on the 3DS. Don't put them on the Wii U. I don't want to play my DS games on my Wii U. I want to play them on my 3DS on the go. I want to download those old games that, like, yeah, maybe I missed a couple on DS. I want to get those on my 3DS and play them on the go like they were meant to play. I don't want to play them on my Wii U or on my TV. Those graphics look awful when they're blown up on a HD TV. Like, even if I play them like, in a weird mode on my gamepad, turn sideways. It's just weird. Like, give us the DS... Virtual console on 3DS. Why is it on the Wii U? 
Um, but 64, yeah, this should have been done a long time ago. So I'll, I'll eventually probably pick up a couple. I haven't yet, um, mostly because I haven't had my Wii U connected to the, the Internet much lately. Yeah, I don't know. Any that go like the 30-cent promotion they had. Other than that, I'm not going to fill up with a virtual console. However, I think the reason they didn't put DS on the 3DS is because you can already play DS games on the 3DS natively. Just put the cart right in, boom, done. And because of that, that would be like having Wii virtual console games on the Wii U when you just put the disc in. So I think that's the reason. Which they, they do have that. Oh, do they? Kind oh, well, then. This is how much I pay attention to digital. Nintendo's weird. But there was another <laughs> thing that that Nintendo didn't tell people that was confirmed by Natsume is that in addition to putting Nintendo 64 and DS games on the Wii U, they also stopped producing Super Nintendo games for the Virtual Console, so there are no more Super Nintendo games coming. So it's like really good and then really bad for people who like the Virtual Console. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I was hoping that it wasn't true. Um, because there's so many other Super Nintendo games that they could still put out for it. Um, so, yeah, I, I was just kind of, yeah, hoping it wasn't true. Well, the way Natsume uh, talked about it is that Nintendo does most of the conversions, and I'm sure they're stressed, I'm sure they're overworked. But, you know what, Nintendo is making money. They could hire some people, look, just convert this, work with them, go. You know, and they're being cheap about it. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, capitalism. It's how can I increase the profit margin? Ah, People don't care about Super Nintendo anymore. Let people buy cartridges for $150 each. Screw you. you know? <laughs> but, I mean, how many people actually really buy a lot of the virtual console games? I mean, maybe that's why, like, the Wii's production went, like, like, like tanked, like, a couple of years after it was done because they were doing, like, five, five a week for every week for, like, the first three years of the Wii's life cycle. But... That's I mean, true. I have what the sales are. I mean, everyone always says how the Wii where games did so horrible and like no one made any money on those except for like World of Goo and like a few others, but the majority of them like lost like like lots of money. But I think I still think they should drop the prices on Virtual Console. I think that would help them sell a lot more. Um, like personally, I, I if a if an NES game was like a dollar ninety nine. I would buy at least ten times more than I have because there's sometimes I'm like, do I want to pay five? I mean, yeah, it's only five dollars, but I'm like, you know, I could also you know use that five dollars on a brand new game, um, some of these others. But with dollar ninety nine, I would have probably picked up like several NES games on Virtual Console, and the same for you know the other ones too. So I think they personally need to just drop the price. I know you know it costs a lot to convert it over, maybe. Um, but if they drop the price, I think they'll, their margins will go up and everything. I agree. Right. Um, there's a lot that they need to price. change about virtual console. But in yeah. terms of ones to pick up, I definitely picked up Mario 64. I upgraded it for two bucks, and then I also got my all-time favorite game. I like to use the Nintendo download um, the DK rap song for Donkey Kong 64. Um, I had to complete my Donkey Kong home console set because I got the three on Super Nintendo and I also have like Tropical Freeze and uh, Donkey Kong Country Return so now I found Donkey Kong 64. Nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what other games they they release for it as well. Um, 
One thing that I was, uh, I, I don't know if this is true or not. I, I just kind of read this. Like Mario Kart DS does not have the online play, I don't think. Um, is that true? Does anybody know? I, I would assume. I was actually wondering that very thing because I saw the, the screenshot of the menu and it still has multiplayer and it still has um, Nintendo WFC um, Wi-Fi connection like on the menu. Yeah. So I was wondering what they did. But I, I'm not going to doubt it like, to find out. I was right. I was debating buying it, and then I, I I realized like wait a second. Most of the fun was playing online, but if you can't play online, you know, it's like it's just it's weird the implementation of virtual console. I just don't understand a lot of the decisions that they're making. Right, because you're getting into the now you're getting into the the era of online gaming. Um, when you step into the DS market, I like to say when you're in NES, Super Nintendo, and even Nintendo 64, um, GBA, all those didn't really they don't have online gaming at that time. Uh, but now you're stepping into DS market, you're like, oh, well, now that's when they started developing online gaming. So how are they going to deal with that when they port these over? Right. I mean, yeah, I'd be absolutely. curious to know if they just... I would be curious if they just use the new servers or whatever, but I know like the that old uh, NWC or whatever was already shut down. But maybe it's just there and it's like a button that doesn't do anything at all. But that was my least favorite Mario Kart game, so I'm not going to be wasting money on it. What? <laughs> what? I love the <laughs> event mode. That part was uh, cool. Mario Kart but... DS. I was so awesome at that game. Yeah, he snake like, one of the like crazy. I did not snake. How's the snaker? Um, I did you, not. Have you ever played the original <laughs> GBA, Greg? That's the worst one. Hey, now, Super Circuit was not <laughs> I do have Super Circuit. I have that on the 3DS, and I used to own the original card. But in DS was frustrating because <laughs> when you're really good at the game and then Beyond your control, there's people that are across the finish line after you're doing the first lap. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's like the Mario Kart Wii hackers. I mean, you get hit with Starman like repeatedly and you get knocked off the course. So it makes that experience a lot less enjoyable. Mario Kart DS was also the yeah. first one that Retro Class tracks, not counting Super Circuit's full original, but like the actual classic Retro Cups and stuff. I think Mario Kart DS, yeah, I think there were a lot of hackers and stuff that did, you know, ruin some of the fun of it. Um, I I did hack the game, but not for, like, bad purposes. I hacked it to play all the courses online because it wouldn't let you play um, all the courses online. So I got one of the action replay things so that I could play all the courses online. Um, So that was was, was fun to, to try and do. Anyways. Mario Kart DS now available on the Wii U Virtual Console if you want it, but you can't play online, I don't think. So there's that. Um, we'll talk about some other Mario Kart stuff uh, a little bit later. Um, so that is uh, going to be coming up. But coming up next is Street Pass Me Plaza. So if there wasn't already enough to do with Street Pass Me Plaza, there's now two new games that you can purchase, uh, Ultimate Angler and Battleground Z. Um, and there's now, like, a premium upgrade for Street Pass where you can get, like, VIP and a couple other things as well. Um, so did any of you actually get all that? 
I no. wanted to, but I haven't had the time yet. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, I, I'm surprised. Speak for Greg. I, I bet Greg go ahead and downloaded it because Greg is a big street guy person. Um, I am not. I like to to get the puzzle pieces. I've got all the puzzle pieces. Um, occasionally, I'll play through um, the the RPG adventure game thing, um, but that's that's really all. Um, I already have like without this the, the Pokemon Rumble and the Pokemon Shuffle and all the other street pass games and, like that are enabled and everything. I have so many things to check. Like when I walk through the mall or I walk through the city and like have all these street passes or go to an event, I have all these different things to catch up on. I don't want yet another thing that I have to work through. So it, it's becoming the point of work for me. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay money to download something else that's more work for me. So, um, that's my opinion. The new street pass stuff. I I couldn't care less. It's cool for those that don't really like it though. Yeah, I'll do it after I'm finished with Pokemon Shuffle because like I I downloaded that and that's pretty much like every every minute I got a heart, got a heart, got a heart. I haven't even tried Pokemon Rumble because it's like no, I can't do both at the same time. I have to keep one open. And uh, so yeah, when when I finish one game, I'll move on to the next. See, I'm not huge into the street pass functionality within just about all the games that it's in. I really like it a lot for the plaza. So that's why I went down and I've now bought all the both of the games and I bought the premium plaza. So like even though I'll see the street pass thing for Smash Brothers, I won't log in and do it right away. Maybe once in a while I might do it and I mean my Mario Kart one's been full for I don't know, months now. You know, with the Kadikaris and um, there's ones I've turned off, like Mario 3D Land and some other ones. Cause it's like, I'm sick of seeing all that those green icons all over the place. But I only pretty much have it on games that I know I would log in to play. And I like to send out my links between World 1 because my guy's really tough. He uses a blue potion. So <laughs> I like to be in jerk like that. <laughs> but I haven't logged in to clear those street passes in, since the last time I booted up the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess I'm probably one of the only ones then that that did end up buying the uh, the Street Pass games, and yet I'm probably one of the most behind on Street Pass too. Um, I'm already so behind on a lot of it, but uh, I did download the I did get the premium thing as well, um, which uh, you know it, it lets you kind of skip through certain uh, like when you when you get your Street Passes, you can kind of skip through some of the the intros that people do, and you can pick what parts to skip, and and you can kind of you can set, like, when you street pass with people, you'll get their birthday, and if you collect all of the birthdays in the year, then you get, like, it says you'll get, like, so many street pass, like, the tickets or something, or I don't know. Like, there's, there's a couple little things they kind of added in there. I, the premium thing is sort of a little iffy on if it's really worth it or not, but I figured I'd just go for it and just see. Um, but the games the games are actually kind of fun. The Ultimate Angler and Battleground Z. Um, they, they are on the longer side though. So like, again, if you're trying to clear your street passes, I mean, it already took like a half hour. So expect this to now take like, you know, maybe 40 minutes or so 45 minutes to kind of clear all the games, you know, every time you get street passes, um, they just, they take a while, but they, they seem to be pretty fun. So I guess I'll continue trying them out and see. Considering they made some of those plaza tickets really insane to get, that's why I ended up getting the plaza. Cause <laughs> they said you can pretty much get like, all the games worth of tickets in that one itself. So it made it seem like I could skip some of the really ones I'm having trouble with getting on the original four games and then just concentrate on the two new ones. But I'm still trying to wrap up. I mean, I just finished up with Flower Town and 
I'm starting to finally get close on Warriors' way, and then I can finally just shove those games into the vault, and I don't have to see the street pass stuff for them. Um, I just finally caught up on the puzzles. I got all the puzzles done again. I haven't been that way since I was at E3, like, two years ago. And then I also have the Find Me one. I've got all the hats. I've got the notifications. They have all in there, so I don't have to go through that anymore. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's interesting. It's it's kind of cool that they are supporting Street Pass Me Plaza so much still. Uh, kind of nice. But it makes me wonder about, like, the AR cards and the face raiders, all that other stuff that was built in that they haven't even touched in, like, forever. They just completely forgot even existed. Um, but uh, Street Pass Me Plaza has still constantly been updated. So I guess props to Nintendo on that. Um. Then there's a couple other games that they talked about. Um, they kind of there's a few games that they sort of gave like new trailers for, um, or at least they kind of announced as well. So Shin Megami Tensei uh, and Fire Emblem, the the crossover, they showed a new trailer for that game as well. Um, so that's that's coming. And Fatal Frame for Wii U coming to North America this year. Um, so those are two different uh, games that they kind of talked a bit about. Um, so either of those games, something that you guys are going to be getting? They're already pre-ordered. I can't say no to Nintendo. I got to have it. I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I, uh, I I don't think I would ever get the Shimagami Tensei and uh, Fire Emblem game, but um, the Fatal Frame looks fun. Um, I'll, I'll just have to see, you know, when it comes out, um, like how, you know, what kind of timing I have in my life at that point, and, you know, if I want to dive into a game like that or not. Um, but I've always I just thought it looks great. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the, on the fence, I guess, about it. Not a huge uh, Fatal Frame person, so I'm definitely already skipping that one. I tried that spirit camera game on the 3DS and didn't really think it was anything special. Um, so Shin Megami Tensei 1, I still want to see some more on it. Um, I originally wanted to get the review copy right when it was first announced. I was like, oh, my God, Fire Emblem, that's awesome. But then when I saw the trailer, and I'm like, I don't really know too much what's going on. And it seems almost Fire Emblem is more secondary than being, like, combined with it. But I don't know. I kind of want to see more how the gameplay plays out before I make a judgment on that one. Yeah. I think uh, both of those games are probably ones that I'll, I'll pass on. Um, but... Uh, it is interesting that Fatal Frame was finally announced for North America because I know a bunch of people had been wanting it, and then I guess they thought it wasn't coming, and now they finally announced it. So that is pretty interesting. Um, I know uh, Barry uh, does have to leave in a little bit, and the Xenoblade Chronicles X Direct was, was recently, and I have not gotten the chance to watch it yet. I know Barry is, is the biggest Xenoblade fan out of this group, so I wanted him to kind of give us a, a summary of, uh, of the Xenoblade Chronicles X Direct. So uh, what happened, Barry? Update us. Uh, well, the one thing that didn't happen that many people were expecting was a release date for North America, but they're probably going to save that for E3. However, the Direct itself was actually kind of short, and then it was about an hour of Treehouse footage. So uh, the main thing they went over again was the story about you know Earth being destroyed and your ship being downed on this planet. And you are now a survivor, and you now have to explore and try to find other uh, survivors. And the way you do that in the game is you join a group called Blade, 
and that's their mission is to go out there and, and find other people who have crashed from your ship and try to help them and, and keep the human race alive. Uh, we did get a confirmation for the mechs. Uh, they were called dolls. Now they're called skelves, which is short for skeleton. I've seen people go either way on this. I'm fine with the name, <clears throat> but uh, at least confirmation. Half the other stuff they did talk about, they even stated that the localization is not done yet, so some of the names will change, and skelves may not even be final for all we know. So if you're not a fan of it, you know, maybe it won't, won't be that way. Now, one interesting thing they did talk about is that, unlike most other games, the entire world map is open right from the beginning. So you can actually go anywhere you want. And obviously there's tougher enemies farther out that will probably kill you, but you are free to go explore. <clears throat> and I like freedom in a game like this. And Xenoblade Chronicles had, you know, very, very similar freedom. Uh, what you could also do is there are these, like, uh, probes around, and if you hit a probe, it'll show you what's in the general area, and it'll also create a respawn point. Uh, they revealed there's no penalty to death, so if you die just exploring, having fun, you can just warp back to a probe uh, close by and, and continue on your merry way. Um, now, when you join Blade, there's, I think they said, eight different proficiencies, some that are get, you know, give you a bonus to experience points, some that give you a bonus to uh, you know, the you know, exploration, some give you a bonus to combat, and you can pretty much make it so however your play style, you could join the right faction, so to say, and you could change that at any time. They showed when you do get a skill, it's completely customizable. You can choose what weapons, you can add new weapons, you could paint like every part of the, the mech or the scale you can you can paint and you got multiple in your garage, so you can pull whichever one out you uh whichever one out you want out at any time. Uh, they do consume fuel but it's well worth using to traverse the area. Uh, they didn't say, at least I didn't hear how to get fuel back, but they didn't seem like it was that big of a concern, so it might just regenerate. Uh, that's virtually what they showed. They did show some combat. They showed some areas. They were trying to be selective. They they were playing the Japanese build of the game, and they skipped a lot of cutscenes. Uh, but it just it just looks phenomenal. Like the, the game is gorgeous. They showed off the night and the day cycle and how the time changes. And it's just, uh, it's so, so, so beautiful of a game. And if you haven't seen the direct, the, the actual direct portion is only like eight minutes maybe, so it's a real quick watch. But uh, it's definitely on my radar, definitely pre-ordered, and I'm getting it. Very cool. Um did anybody else, Steve, Greg, did you guys uh, have any thoughts on the, the Xenoblade Direct, if you got a chance to see it or not? I watched it. I, it was weird because I was going to cover it for the site and everything, and then um, I got sidetracked, and, and then lo and behold, it was like, oh, no, I forgot it. And I, I was like, I tuned in to, to watch the replay of it, and I was like, oh, that's it? Oh. Because uh, I thought it was going to be like this huge, huge sort of thing. Um, the really the, the gameplay um, at the Treehouse was the, the biggest thing, I think. Um, and I haven't got a chance to watch that yet. Um, but, but I will. And um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, we've talked about this before, and, and Barry doesn't like us to, to, to hear this from us. Um, but the, the combat system is, is interesting for, for me. And I you know. Um, that others feel the same way, and so, but the but the game really is it's beautiful, and if, if I get the game at all, it's 
fit. It would just be to look at it uh, because it really is gorgeous. Um, so maybe maybe I'll get it just to just to look at it and stare at it and go to all these different worlds and just walk around and probably die, but it's it's okay because I'll get to see something pretty, I guess. <laughs> Instead of like a like a TV on the wall, almost like a picture frame, and just like you know, leave it at one of the areas, and so it's kind of like you know some nice scenery, and you can change it up too. It's an interactive thing, you know. You can go to a new environment for the next week, and yeah, you know. It could be. I could, I could just do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> turn off that auto auto shutdown. You can just leave it as a. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I'll have to go check that out though. The game does look great from what I've seen. Uh, absolutely. So, um, that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. Um, I mean, going back to the, I was going to uh, jump in really quick, but, um, yeah, I did watch like the initial part and I was just kind of surprised. Like, the I was also looking for the least information, but I don't know from playing a 3ds, you know, blade game, it's kind of turning away from the combat looking forward to the combat system. But I don't know. I, might want to feel about downloading a demo or something before I commit to buying it, I think, though. I know it's a lot right. of the combat is pretty similar to the Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 3D, so reflecting the different arts and right. everything. And I don't know how you guys have a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I, I have to really sit in there. <laughs> Well, I know I'm not I'm not really into RPGs and stuff, you know, or anything like that much, and I just don't have that much time to invest in just a game like that. So it's like kind of it gives me like anxiety to know that like you know this is it's such a huge game, and I just it's so much to to put all the time into. But that's also really cool. I know like you know uh, there's a lot of people that do you know enjoy that kind of thing, like you, Barry, as well, and, and I know um, there's a lot of people excited about it and. And uh, so that'll be that'll be really cool. It's it's cool that we get to get get a game like that on Wii U as well, just to sh- kind of showcase. I mean, the power of the system to have something open world like that, and and uh, so this is exciting. Um, let's see. The next game they talked about in the direct, or one of the other games rather, uh, Fire Emblem, the new Fire Emblem game coming to 3DS next year. Um, so they they kind of showed off a new trailer, talked a little bit about it, and, and they, they they mentioned that. The, the main character in the game is the character that you actually create. So you essentially kind of um, pick your, like the, the main character in a way, which is, which is interesting. Um, I have not really played, you know, the, the Fire Emblem games per se, so I can't really say too much about some of that. Um, but for those that have, uh, is this something, does this game look exciting to you? Certainly we've seen pretty little of the actual combat. It's, I still am pretty excited about it. I do have Awakening and a number of the other. I even got picked up Shadow Dragon earlier this year and even have like the Sacred Stones from the 3DS Virtual Console. So I have played a couple of them and I've really enjoyed the series. So I'm definitely looking forward to how they're doing this dual way through the story mode. We can pick a different side or whatever and also being able to create like the, your own character this time around and hopefully that character can be put on the Smash Brothers ballot. Yeah, I, I'm going to be getting... I've, I've been a Fire Emblem fan for ages now. And uh, I think it's unique, uh, the way they're doing it. I mean, it's kind of like they did with Awakening, with Robin being you, but Tom was still the main character. 
So now it's you are the main character. And I really hope they don't do a Pokemon kind of deal where, you know, Fire Emblem is black version, Fire Emblem is white version. I hope it's, you know, all in one and you get to at least pick kind of like they did with uh, Mega Man Battle Network 5 on the DS release where you got to pick which version of the game you wanted to play. Yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting to see. There were some, like, details that were posted not too long ago on, like, a different site or whatever, saying, like, pretty much, like, you have to pick the one route, and then if you wanted to, like, go the other route, it was, like, DLC or something like that. So it was kind of weird. Okay, don't do that. Hmm. I hope at least they change it for hmm. the Americans. Yeah, it makes me wonder, though, because the game does come out next year as well, so it is one of the very few games that, like, we are getting a, an early preview of, because lately Nintendo's really just been focusing a lot more and more on on games coming this year, and so this is one of the, the games that is coming next year, and we'll get some details on it now. So um, so maybe it's going to be an early 2016 release or something, so um, I'm, I'm assuming we'll probably hear more about it at, uh, at E3, so... We'll have to, uh, to see what that's about. Maybe we'll get an, an actual, you know, full title of the game at E3. That'd be kind of cool. So we shall see about that. Uh, then the last game that we want to talk about is Mario Kart 8. So this is another one that they talked about in the Nintendo Direct, and they released some, some stuff for it as well. Um, so Out Now is a new update for Mario Kart 8 that adds 200 CC uh, for the first time ever in Mario Kart. And there's the, the second DLC pack is out now with eight courses, four retro with, you know, some new touches and stuff, I guess, and four new courses as well. Uh, new cards, new characters, uh, which is the Villager, Isabel, and was it Dry Bowser in this pack as well? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and the female Villager is collectible, I thought. Yeah, yeah. The villager is like when you select villager, you can pick between the male or female version uh, as well. And there's new uh, amiibo costumes as well for a couple of the other amiibo. Like there's a villager amiibo costume for your me now, which is interesting. Um, but uh, 200 CC is insane. I I don't I don't know if you guys really got to play much of it. It is crazy. Oh my goodness! I cannot even keep up with anything. No, there's, I, I, so, so I, like I said before, um, I haven't got as much chance to play my Wii U recently, and so I just downloaded it this week, and um, so I got the the new characters, the new DLC, the the new 200cc, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna play Grand Grand Prix on both of the new cups, and um, I think I I got seventh in overall in the first cup, and I think sixth overall maybe in the second cup and um the best i did in any race was i got third place once um but i got dead last in one i think it was neo neo bowser city and 200 cc it's just like i don't know how i'm ever going to complete that thing because i was just falling off the track left and right it was ridiculous um and there's yeah baby park at 200 cc is insane um because you just had to have the exact right cart you need to like cut the corners and you have to like start drifting like halfway through the, the straightaway. It's, it's crazy. So I, I'm sure 
I will have fun with like local multiplayer with 200cc, but I don't know if I'm ever going to beat all of them, you know, and, and 200cc. I probably will not go online with 200cc very much. <laughs> um, I don't even know if you can, but um, if you can, I don't know if I'll do it very much at all. Yeah. Did anyone else try? Uh, I had tried 200cc, and like you, Steve, it was just. It, and I think it's that the courses weren't designed for, like, F0, the courses are designed for speed, and I have no problem there, but, like, the Mario Kart 8 courses are not designed for that speed, which is why even Nintendo said, hey, get used to using the brake. Uh, you know, and it's true. Uh, the new new courses I love. I think they're great. I think the, the music, like, the soundtrack for all the courses, especially Big Blue, are fantastic. And, um... The, the extra ranches I could take or leave. I'd, I'd rather see some other characters come back. But, you know, extra characters is extra characters, so I'll take it. That's true. I did the, the track that I actually did the best on was Big Blue because I feel like well, it, it was it was designed for speed. Yeah, that's Big Blue, and, uh, you know, that, that's designed for it. But the rest of it, I mean, Baby Park is, is insane on 200cc, and that is probably the best 200cc course just to go around with, but so many other ones, like, it's just so fast. Like, oh, it's hard enough sometimes on 150cc, let alone two. Mm-hmm. Makes me eager to try at some point, too, when I load it up. I think it automatically downloaded. I just haven't had it installed by a flexible more than party. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, there is a video. I put a video on NintendoFuse.com of me trying 200cc for the first time. So head to NintendoFuse.com. You can check that out. Uh, but it, it's crazy. And I do have another video coming up soon where I, I, I recorded myself playing the new courses uh, for the first time, too, which you know, Big Blue is, is awesome. And like uh, Barry said, the soundtrack is, is great. Um, it definitely gets me all pumped up playing that. Uh, and I, I, I really like... Yeah, what? I was going to say it's orchestrated. Like, they actually did orchestrated music, which is awesome. Yeah, I love I love them, how they released the little videos of them playing the, you know, the, the music and stuff, too, the recording. That's that's really cool. Um, and I, I really love the Animal Crossing course, too, not because it's specifically a good course, but because I'm an Animal Crossing fanboy, and I love just seeing all the characters, you know, in, in the course and everything, too. Uh, and I love the music after the Animal Crossing course because it's got your traditional, like, the Animal Crossing... Uh, music afterwards which is really cool um but uh yeah i mean it's it's the the dlc for mario kart 8 um nintendo just hit that out of the park i mean it's just fantastic dlc for the price the amount of content it's just it's like the 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 prime example of what dlc should be and and it's it's awesome um so yeah definitely check that out if you haven't already if you have mario kart 8 go update get 200 cc and uh, new DLC, go buy it because it's absolutely worth it. Sure. All right. Once I have another tournament sometime. Yeah, yeah I, I totally agree. I think I actually kind of want to, um, I want to like record that as well and put that up on the site. So we'll have to set something up and I can uh, do a game capture or something of it. But uh, so stay tuned to NintendoFuse.com. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to do another tournament. Not probably not 200 CP because that's just going to be way too crazy. Um, it may be entertaining to watch though, so maybe, but, <laughs> but we'll definitely have to do something soon. So stay tuned for that. Um, all right. So I think that's pretty much it for the podcast. Um, uh, anybody else have anything or is that, uh, 
Um, I think that covered uh, the direct, really. There's a lot of stuff there. So um, thank you to everybody that's in the chat room and in TalkShoe. Um, thank you guys so much for joining in. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted on when the next episode is. Hopefully we can do them maybe a bit more um, often now that, you know, I'm done with school and stuff. I know everybody's kind of got different schedules, so we'll figure it out. Uh, but we'll keep you guys posted. So check NintendoFuse.com for all the latest on that. And uh, thank you for, for tuning in, and we will see you guys later. Bye. See you guys. Have a good time. See ya.